Hi, this is Rosalinda, the host of Faith Fuel Podcast, the show where we hear voices of people transforming the world for Jesus, pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and world changers. So sit down, relax, or keep it driving. It's time to get some wholehearted, wide open, and yes, sometimes side-splitting encouragement and direction for your life. So get ready to get fired up. If you know anything about me, you know that I am a shoe fanatic. I love shoes. I love crazy shoes. I love like shoes you've never seen. I will wear the weirdest shoe. I don't know what it is. I just, you know, I'm a big girl, you know, I may not fit in the skinny clothes, but I could rock the shoes. And so wherever I go, I try to find some cool shoes. One time on Etsy, I actually found a lady that paper mache shoes and made me Wonder Woman shoes. But there's, there's something inside of me. Patrick Carlos, he would say, we, we would go to a different city. It's like, an internal GPS. And no matter how, in what city, in what country, it's like beep, 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 you know where a mall is. But here's the thing about shoes. You cannot just wear same shoes to any occasion. And here's the problem is sometimes we're wearing the wrong size shoe. Have you ever gone to a shoe store and they say, you, I wear a 10, I'm a tall girl, I need something to balance on. And they said, well, I don't have a 10, but I have an eight and a half. I'm like, my foot is not shrunk in 20 years. It ain't gonna shrink now. But sometimes we put the wrong shoe on and we wonder why we're in pain. Because you weren't designed for that shoe or that size and God wants us wearing something else. Sometimes you're stuck in the past. You're wearing a shoe you had on when you were a teenager. Your foot has grown, your life has changed. His calling on your life is different. And God's requiring you to wear a different shoe, but you're wearing the old shoe. And you wonder why you're feeling uncomfortable. So here's the thing is that you can be in the wrong size shoe and sit there in pain, or you can adjust. You see, every now and then, God may ask you to change up. See, God may say, I'm taking you through a season of your life that's going to require something different. He's, he's saying that sometimes... The terrain that you're on may change. And what you're wearing today is not going to get you where I want to take you tomorrow. I want to say that again. What you have on today, and I'm not talking about just your physical shoe. I'm talking about your spiritual shoe may not be good enough for the situation that's coming tomorrow. But here's the good thing is that the will of God will never take you to where the grace of God cannot protect you. So sometimes... Sometimes God may require you to change what you're doing and how you're doing it. See, he knows the seasons of our life. You know, growing up, I remember my mom would always take us to get a new shoe. Do you remember that before school? It was like so cool. You got a new pair of shoes. And so like I grew up in the 80s, right? 80s, 90s. And I remember one time my kid was like, Mom, we should have an oldies party at the house. I was like, sure, what are you thinking? Like 50s, 60s? He was like, no, like 90s. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I don't think they sell stuff for that kind of party. But anyways, growing up in the 80s, I was like, okay, cool. I know what I want. I want some Jordan, Nikes. I used to play basketball. I want some jelly shoes, maybe some Adidas. And I would tell my mom, I would show her pictures. She was like, I know what you're going to get. You're going to get Payless. So we would roll up in a payless and we would get a pair of shoes. And here's the deal is that sometimes we're geared up for challenges in life that life brings, but we need the full armor of God. 
And new shoes, I got news for you, are an essential part of that. Sometimes we have to take a stand against the devil's schemes. And when the devil comes, when the enemy comes, we have to stand firm. And the only way you can stand firm in life is it will only work when you lace up the gospel of peace in your life. When you lace up the gospel of grace in your life. You see, one thing about spiritual shoes is that it will prepare you for all kinds of adventures. If I were to ask you about your life and I would say, tell me some of the things that you went through. How many of you were never prepared for a lot of things that you faced? You know, sometimes people might see me and they're like, oh, Pastor Rosa, she wears blingy shoes. Everything looks great. But they don't remember the moment I was in the hospital with my daughter and we couldn't get her to stop crying. And they sent me back and we, we went back and forth to an ER. And one day they discovered she had pancreatitis. And the only way to fix it in their minds as doctors was no food or no water for several days. You talk about a mom down on her knees in that moment. And this isn't just for women because men, sometimes you have on loafers and God is saying, I need you to have running shoes on. See, there, sometimes we can be stuck in something we like and is, is comfortable, but God is requiring something different from us. I remember the time in life when Carlos and I had our third kid, and some of you guys know this. It, it's in the book, Dare to Begin Again. But we walked in. We were, we'd had sonograms before. We were expecting our third baby, and something happened where I saw picture after picture after picture come out, and I knew something was wrong. Is there ever a moment where you go, I know something's wrong? She said, grab your husband. And just like that, she said, look, I need you to terminate your pregnancy. His brain is developing incorrectly. And once that ventricle gets that big, he'll never walk again. He'll never talk again. Your life is going to be flipped upside down. I need you here to terminate it. But we went to the Terminator, Jesus, and we began to pray and we began to seek his faith. And we had to switch shoes. We had to get into something that put us a little more into battle mode. See, I had to switch up. I had to leave the heels and I had to switch up because I was facing something I'd never faced before. But praise God, 14 days later, we walked in and the doctor said, I can't explain it. I don't know how to put it in words, but your baby is totally healed. There are moments in life where you have to switch up, where only the gospel of grace and peace can get you through. But it says in Ephesians 6, it says, Paul tells us to stand firm with our feet fitted with readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. We have to have the shoes of readiness. In the Bible, there was a mom that we can learn from, and her name was Hannah. And she was diligent in prayer. You know, I have a grandmother that I say is a prayer warrior. You see, even a teacher told my grandmother my dad would die on the electric chair. My dad would end up dead on the street or spend his life in, in prison. But she got on her knees and she began to pray. And she came to know the power of Jesus Christ. She said, my son's not dying like that. Oh, no. And she was a praying grandmother. Well, Hannah desperately wanted a child. However, she struggled with infertility. And year after year, God hadn't answered. But one day she said, I got to switch up because what I'm doing and how I'm praying isn't getting me the breakthrough. You know, sometimes you got to get ready for battle. And so Hannah, I can imagine, took off her little pretty shoes and she said, you know what? 
I'm going to war with this. And she was a prayer warrior. So what she did is she put her war gear on. And then she said, you know what? I'm going to do something I've never done before. She said, I'm going to get down on my knees and I'm going to fast and pray until I get my breakthrough. Sometimes you're going through things. Sometimes men, women, you're going through things and that prayer ain't enough. And God's saying, I'm going to require something different of you. So Hannah got down on her knees. Do you know they actually thought that Hannah was drunk? They actually thought, what's wrong with this woman? Have you ever had anybody say that to you? What's wrong with you believing that God can do big things? And so she began to pray and she put her boots on and she cried out to God in anguish. I remember when the news came to me that my son Gabriel, after not walking for 45 days because an infection had hit him, was hit by a car. That was a moment of anguish in my life. I thought, God, we just got through this. I can't believe I'm seeing another negative situation. But how many of you know that you can either sit and complain in your little sorry pool, or you can get on your knees and you can say, God, I need something more. I need to feel you right now. I can't feel abandoned. I need to know that you're the God that heals, amen? And so God answers Hannah's prayer and blessed her with a son, and she named him Samuel. The Bible in 1 Samuel 1.20 says that it means it was, it means heard by God. See, God hears you. You know, maybe your issue is a little different than Hannah. I want you to know just like Hannah, God hears your prayers. Amen. And so here's Mary. She's young. She has a baby. And here's Elizabeth who's 70 and is just giving birth. And she had a weight. So for her, the shoes that she needed to wear were more like house slippers. She had to wait. Have you ever had to wait for something like really long? And you're like, God, can't you just make it happen right now? And God says, in my timing. How many of you know that God is never late? He is never late. He might not be on your time, but God is an on-time God. Amen? Now, if I was 70, I'd be like, God, I love you. But you're going to have to pick somebody else. But here she is. She's 70 years old and she had to learn how to trust because it would appear that Mary's son came early and Elizabeth's son came late since she was so young and Elizabeth was old. But as we see the coming of Jesus in the lives of this women, we realize that everything happened at the right times. Nothing is a surprise to God. And so God knows where you are in this season. He knows exactly what you're going through. And he's ordering your steps. The problem is we like to take control and make it all happen the way we think it should. And God is sitting back laughing at us sometimes and go, you know, just you do your part. Let me do mine. See, the shoes that you're wearing right now may not make sense. But if you'll trust God, he's got a perfect plan for you. When you're lost, and you don't know what else to do, seek the Lord. Spend time in prayer because he already has a plan for you. Jochebed was the mother of Moses. In that time in the Bible, there was a king. And this king, this Egyptian king said, all the Hebrew babies are going to be killed. All the males. Can you imagine waking up and hearing the screams of your neighbors while their child was killed? And so here's Jochebed, and she says, oh, no, you're not taking my baby. And so she would hide him, 
and nurse them and keep them till a point came she couldn't hide them anymore. Moses, I guess, was loud or he would cry. It was a situation of danger. So she went to the Lord, and I believe the Lord downloaded a plan. And so Jochebed gets this basket, she puts tar in there, and then she heads down to the Nile. Was the current right? Was the weather looking right? Was there anything of danger? She didn't just go down there and lay her kid down there. She studied the situation. And I know that when she laid that little boy down in that water, it must have been the most test of her faith she ever had. But she sent her daughter to go on the other side. And who comes out to the water? The daughter of the guy who's killing everybody. And when she hears that little cry, I can just see her right now. She grabs the basket and she realizes this is a Hebrew child. My dad is killing these guys right now. And I just found this precious baby. But when she looks up, guess who is standing right there by the baby? The daughter of Jacobus. She turns to her and says, hey, can you just go find a woman to nurse this baby and raise the baby? She's like, I think I know somebody. And she goes to Moses' mother, her own mother, Jochebed, and she gets to raise her own child. Isn't God good? Whatever the situation, let God work it out. It may not be what you thought it would be, but we serve a good God who is faithful, who's a way maker, amen? And you just put it into the Lord's hands and just like Jochebed, let go. He, in fact, used Moses to free the Israelites from slavery. And it was in Jochebed's letting go that it propelled her son into his calling. We may not understand the path. I'm sure when my grandma looked at my dad, thought, my gosh, he's in gangs, he's using drugs, he's a terror on the street. Didn't know that one day he would reach thousands and thousands of gangsters and, ex and addicts all over the world. It may not make sense to you, but how many of you know that God has a perfect plan? Invite Rosalinda to speak at your meeting or group. Go to rosalinda.live for more details. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get more at rosalinda.live. If you experience it, we'll examine it. If God's word says it, we'll stand on it. And when you're feeling faint, we are here with your faith fuel. I'm Rosalinda Rivera. We'll chat again soon. This podcast was brought to you by New Life for Adults and Youth, celebrating 50 years of restoring broken lives. If you or a family member has been struggling with addiction, New Life for Adults and Youth is the answer. Visit them at newlife.center.